Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome everyone and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits. And as always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all honor, all glory, and all praises to none other than Father God Almighty, His Son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me, including this podcast, as well as this podcast episode. And I do hope and pray that this episode be a blessing to someone. Once again, I'd like to take some time out real quickly to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, whether that's by hitting play or simply just hitting the download button. Thank you and God bless you. Today is June 16, 2023. And where I am at, the temperature is currently 77 degrees and it's in the evening. The time now is currently 11.48 p.m. I am currently sipping on some water. I hope and pray that everyone had a, f- a wonderful week, actually. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, once again, I have another special episode, very special to me. And I truly thank God, his son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. I really enjoyed doing this one, you know, compiling the information and everything. It's truly a blessing didn't think of it of course the Holy Spirit brought it to me now this is another episode that actually was also not planned and that is until the Holy Spirit like I said before brought it to my attention the name and title of today's episode is The Life and Story of Jim Reeves, a.k.a. Gentleman Jim. This is episode number 
1-800-273-8527. In today's episode, what I will be doing, I will be sharing the life and the history of the late Jim Reeves, also known as Gentleman Jim. Without further ado, grab your tea, your coffee, your water, your lemonade, or whatever it is that best suits you, and join me as we get into this episode. Born James Travis Reeves on August 20th, 1923 in Galloway, Texas. He was an American country music singer and songwriter. Jim became a well-known practitioner of the Nashville Sound. Jim has been inducted into the Country Music and Texas Country Hall of Fame. Jim did not only just sing country music, he also sang gospel, blues, western swing, and even Christmas music. Actually, Hey Senor Santa Claus is one of my all-time favorites, and Jim was active in the music industries from 1948 to 1969. Jim was born at home in Galloway, Texas, a small rural community near Carthage. He was the youngest of eight children who was born to both Thomas Middleton Reeves and Mary Beulah Adams Reeves. During his childhood, he was known as Travis. Jim later went on to win an athletic scholarship to the University of Texas. And while there at the University of Texas, he studied speech and drama. However, Jim did not remain long at the University of Texas to complete his classes. He dropped out after six weeks and he went to work in the shipyard in Houston, Texas. Now, according to sources, Jim reported to the Army on March 9th, 1943 in Tyler, Texas for his first physical exam. And of course, he failed due to a heart irregularity. Jim went on to work as a radio announcer where he would sing live in between songs. Jim would later go on to play baseball in the semi-pro league before he became part of the St. Louis Cardinals team in 1944 as a pitcher. Jim played in the minor leagues for approximately three years before his baseball career was over due to his sciatic nerve. Well, ain't that something? Even Jim had sciatic nerve problems. He later continued sporadically trying to pursue a baseball career, possibly because he was uncertain as to whether he would be drafted into the military. Reese was later contracted in the 1940s with a couple of small local Texas-based recording companies. But to no avail, he did not have any success. He was influenced by such artists as Jimmy Rogers, Moon Mullican, who were both country singers. He was also influenced by Eddie Arnold, Bing Crosby, and Frank Sinatra. 
Jim ended up eventually joining Moon Mullican's band as a solo artist, where he recorded Mullican-style songs, which included such songs as Each Beat of My Heart and My Heart's Like a Welcome Mat in the late 40s and early 50s. Jim took a job as a radio announcer once again, this time at KWKHAM in Shreveport, Louisiana. Jim got his break when one night Sleepy LaBeef was late for his performance. This is when Jim was asked to fill in as a substitute for LaBeef. But according to other sources, including Jim himself, it was said that actually it wasn't LaBeef. Instead, it was Hank Williams, who was, who was the one that was absentee. Jim's success would begin to arrive in the 1950s. He found it with his first song entitled Mexican Joe in 1953 on Abbott Records. Jim would later go on to perform and travel with Little Joe Hunt for several years while performing in clubs and dance halls in East Texas and rural Arkansas. Jim would later go on to headline the shows with Joe as the backup due to his growing popularity. He released his first album in 1955 entitled Jim Reeves Sings. He was rapidly on the rise with his music career and Jim landed a 10-year contract with Steve Scholes. Scholes would also go on to produce some of Jim's first recordings while at RCA Victor. In addition to the Hayride, Jim went on to join the Grand Ole Opry in 1955. Jim made his first television appearance in 1955 on ABC TV's Ozark Jubilee. And Jim won the audience over and became a hit. And he was later invited to act as a fill-in host from May to July of 1958. In 1957, Jim developed a new style of singing where he decreased his volume and would use the lower register of his singing voice with his lips nearly touching the microphone. Now, RCA was not crazy about his new singing style at all. But anyway, he went on to release Four Walls, which was a smash hit rising to number one using his new singing style technique. And this song marked his career as an established country balladeer. And his song, He'll Have to Go in 1959, was also included. Jim became known as a crooner due to his light but yet rich baritone voice and rich vocal style. Because of his versatility and considerable talent, he was able to appeal to a wide audience besides country and western. Jim's catalog boasted such songs as Adios Amigo, Welcome to My World, and Am I Losing You? Jim's Christmas songs have also gone on to be classic favorites, even to this day. In 
He was now hired as a radio host on ABC between 1957 to 1958. Jim also began changing up his apparel, shifting from cowboy outfits to sports jacks. Jim also went on to popularize many gospel songs, such as We Thank Thee, Take My Hand, Precious Lord, Across the Bridge, and We'll Never Grow Old. He was given the nickname Gentle Jim because of his character both on and off stage. Now, according to sources, Jim wasn't always a gentleman. At times, he was even difficult to work for and with. Listen to this audio. Looks at his personal side and his personal life, then perhaps it wasn't all gentlemen. He was a human being, and this is the fascination that the image which Jim creates on wax is an image which is different at times from that which he experienced in his personal life. He wasn't always the goody-goody. He wasn't always the gentleman. There are stories of him walking off stage because he didn't like his audience. They were, they were riding him that he wouldn't play because the piano wasn't tuned and promoters had problems with him. But then that's part of the music scene. It doesn't destroy my faith. It merely tells me that he was a human being like me with a good side and a bad side. During the 60s, he was extremely popular in the UK, India, Germany, South Africa, and Sri Lanka, which also surpassed his popularity in the United States at the time. Jim was more popular in South Africa than the late Elvis Presley. Wow. He would also go on to star in a South African film entitled Kimberly Jim. He also recorded several albums in the Afrikaans language. Jim had his last two recording sessions for RCA Victor on July 2nd, 1964, where he recorded Make the World Go Away, Missing You, and is it really over? Now, according to sources, when the session ended, Jim had some time remaining on the schedule. So what Jim did, he suggested that he record one more song and he went ahead and recorded, I Can't Stop Loving You, of which would be his final RCA recording. Jim later made another recording after RCA, and of course it was done in his little recording studio at home. And the song which he produced from that recording was entitled, I'm a Hit Again. He used just an acoustic guitar, and it was near, nearly released actually because, well, actually it was never really released because it was a home recording. And also, the record label did not own the rights to the song. So they could not, you know, they couldn't release it. However, the song did later appear on a collection of previously unissued Reeves songs that was released on the Voice Masters label. As far as Jim's personal life, he married his wife Mary on September 3rd, 
1947, both Jim and Mary did not have any children, and it is believed that Jim was sterile due to complications from the mumps. On July 31st, 1964, both Jim and his business partner and manager, Dean Manuel, left Bakersville, Arkansas, en route to Nashville in a single-engine Beechcraft debonair plane number N8972M as in Mary. And Jim was the pilot of the plane. And of course, it is said that both Jim and Dean had secured a deal on some real estate. And while they were flying over Brentwood, Tennessee, they encountered a violent thunderstorm. Of course, a later investigation showed that the aircraft became caught up in the storm, causing Reeves to suffer spatial disorientation. Jim turned left in an attempt to follow Franklin Road heading towards the airport, but instead he he ended up flying further into the rain and he became preoccupied trying to reestablish his ground. And Jim, what Jim did, he, he let the airspeed get too low, which caused the aircraft to stall. And instead of relying on his training, Jim instead relied on his instincts, or better yet, Instead of relying on his training or his instincts, should have really relied on the Lord. But let's continue. And according to sources, once again, Jim applied full power and then pulled back on the yoke before leveling his wings. This, of course, in return, turned out to be not an uncommon mistake that went on to induce a stalled or spin causing him to be too low to recover. And like I said, not only was this an uncommon mistake, it would also prove to be fatal. According to the tower tape, Jim ran into heavy rain at 4.51 p.m. and crashed one minute later, which would put the time of the crash at 4.52 p.m. on July 31st, 1964. The wreckage was not found until 42 hours later. The plane's engine and nose were discovered buried in the ground due to the impact of the crash. The crash took place in a wooded area northeast of Brentwood, roughly at the junction of Baxter Lane and Franklin Pike Circle, just east of I-65 and southwest of Nashville International Airport, where Jim had initially planned to land. On the morning of August 2nd, 1964, after a heavy and intense search, which also included several of Jim's personal friends, which included Ernest Tubb, 
and Marty Robbins. The bodies were then discovered of both Jim Reeves and Dean Manuel in the wreckage of the plane at around 1 p.m. local time. The radio stations across the U.S. began to officially announce his death, and many people traveled to pay their last respects to Jim at his funeral, which was held two days after the crash. Jim's casket was draped with flowers from fans as it was driven through the streets of Nashville on its way to its final resting place near Carthage, Texas. So basically, that is a brief summary, actually, of the life and career of the late Jim Reeves, a.k.a. Gentleman Jim. Now, I guess you are currently wondering, after listening to the life history and legacy of Jim Reeves, you're probably wondering, why am I doing an episode and exactly why would I think that you would need to know about Jim Reeves? Well, you see, you don't necessarily need to know about Jim Reeves. But there's a reason why I'm doing this. Just stick with me. You see, on Sunday, June 4th, 2023, somewhere around... After 6 p.m., I was in my bedroom doing some heavy thinking, as I often do, and even more so now after the passing of my late friend and once young love. And while I waited for my jasmine rice to finish cooking so that I could have dinner, I decided to go upstairs and just listen to a little bit of music. You see, I grew up hearing and listening to Jim Reeves at a very young age as a child growing up in New York City. I grew up hearing my parents, especially my father, play a lot of his music. Now on Sundays, he'd pull out his 33, which consisted of such artists as Charlie Pride, Tennessee Ernie Ford, and of course, none other than the gentleman himself. Jim Reeves. There are a lot of songs, especially those of the 60s and 70s, that bring back so many beautiful memories. They take me back to a place and they allow me for a moment to remember and reminisce on certain people, places, or simply life in general. You see, the music back then had great meaning. It's not like the music of today. This music had substance. You know, it reminded you of friendships, breakups, and those whom I might have lost along the way that are no longer here. And this particular day was no different, except for the fact that I was returning back to work after being off. And during that time, I had a lot of time to get a lot of things done. I was able to spend some beautiful and wonderful extra intimate moments during, you know, my quiet time with the Lord. Whether it was through reading the word, prayer, prayer journaling, scripture writing, or verse mapping. 
or simply just praising him and thanking him for his goodness and his mercy and his son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit or just simply thanking him for being God Almighty. In the process of me being off, I was able to do a lot of thinking and evaluating my life, my stance, my walk, etc. I do a lot of thinking, and even now more so, especially with everything that we see going on in the world today. The world is moving at such a rapid haste. That's not funny. You know, I was just simply reflecting on life. And like I said before, this is something that I often do, especially when I am in the privacy and sanctuary of my own roof. I find myself doing them even more frequently. You know, um, like I said, as you look at the world, look around and see how things are going, especially when it comes to biblical prophecy and of course life and of course you know me thinking about the direction of this podcast I find myself asking the question do I continue or do I call it a day and as I place my earbuds in my ear I I then began you know I didn't grab my seven year old Samsung tablet my faithful Samsung tablet And as I opened up my music player app, I started going down the list, listening to a few songs. And then I decided to listen to some Jim Reeves. And to be truthful, I think the last time I listened to him was actually last year after the passing of my friend. And I was just heavy in thought and just reflecting. And that's how it is sometimes. That's just how it is sometimes. And as I began to play these songs by Jim Reeves, automatically I was transported back to my childhood growing up in New York City before I migrated out to the Caribbean. And of course, both of my parents came to mind because initially that is where my love and introduction to music really started as well as my love for Jim Reeves and his music. You see, my father would play Jim Reeves almost every Sunday faithfully. In later years, as I became an adult, I would then learn that the album which my father faithfully played every Sunday was actually my mother's. And even after her death, he still faithfully played it every Sunday. Until later on in life, he would play it then on CD. It is my all-time favorite Jim Reeves album even to this day. Today, I own a copy of this very same album on CD. And of course, I added it to my tablet, MP3 style, so I can listen to it whenever I want. 
And I spent a lot of years in the mid-90s searching for this particular album that affected my childhood every Sunday while I was a little girl growing up in New York City. You know, where there was Hawaiian Punch, Raggedy Ann and Andy, etc. Now, for years, I searched high and low trying to find this album on CD, you know, since we no longer were using LPs. And of course, we hadn't come into MP3s yet. And I could never find it. However, I never gave up the search. And finally, by the grace of God, in 1998, I was able to track down a copy that was an import out of Germany. Yes, Germany. You heard me. I was so glad. And I decided to order three copies of that album on CD. I mean, now you can just go to Amazon and get it. But at that time, you couldn't. There was no copies in the U.S. And I gave one copy to my late uncle, who was also a Jim Reeves fan. And actually, he was the one that let me know that the album that my father so faithfully played every Sunday was actually my mother's. And I also gave a copy to my late father. And he was extremely happy, especially to get a copy of it on CD. Oh, Lord, he would put that thing on, on his little boombox every Sunday, and you could hear it just penetrating the whole yard back in the Caribbean, him playing this. Mm-hmm. And after my father died, my aunt stole that CD. But that's that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's not a problem. But, you know, it went on. It passed on to someone else, as it should. And I kept a copy for myself, of course. Now, I am not sure what my father did with my mother's LP. And after his death, I, I did find quite a bit of 33 LPs in his house. Um, in his home, but I don't remember as I went through, I don't even remember cause I was busy doing other things. I don't remember looking through all the albums. I would, I would like to think that it, it's still there. I, at least I hope. And if it is, yeah, I'm going to take it for sure. As I'm going to take the rest of them. Like I said, after his death, I found a ton of 33 LPs in his house, which I did not give away. I kept those for myself. I don't have them on me, but I have them back at home. And when I do get a chance to take a visit, I have to look and see if this particular album by Jim Reeves is still in there. And the last copy of that CD that I ordered out of Germany I kept one for myself. And as I was sitting on my bed listening to this album, I began to sing with all my heart. And as I sang along with Jim Reeves, after all, I have been hearing these songs since I was a toddler. I sang my heart out then as a child, and I was doing the very same thing this particular Sunday. As tears began to roll down my cheeks uncontrollably. I couldn't help but praise God and thank him for giving us Jim Reeves. You know, 
And that was right after, of course, thanking him for being my God and for his son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And, of course, I had to thank him for my parents. Mm-hmm. And it was then that I realized that this album always had a huge impact on me and on my life. And it is a huge part of my childhood. It was a huge part of my childhood growing up in New York, my young adulthood in the Caribbean and even in America. And even now, after I am long past my young adulthood stage, spring chicken stage, it is then that I realize that there must be something about this album, that this was no ordinary album. There had to be something to it. And as I sat there on my bed, I was also reminded of something. The Holy Spirit reminded me of something. Some other incidents which also involved this very same album. But it was not in the U.S. It was actually in the Caribbean. And I remember one of my aunt's husbands also having a copy of this album because just about every household had a copy of this album, at least West Indian household, definitely. And he, of course, he had a record player because back then we still we still had some little LPs back, back then. They were still in style. And, of course, he had a record player. So we hadn't gotten to the CDs as yet. And what I would do I would slip it out of the dust cover. First, you slip it out the um, the album, the album jacket, then the dust cover, and I'd place it on the player ever so gently as I laid the needle down. And there would come that rich and luxurious baritone voice of Gentleman Jim as it played loudly from those life-size speakers. We were big into music back then in the Caribbean. Huge. Everybody had, you know, their own, you know, stereo set with big speakers because we wanted everybody to hear our music. When we played music, the whole neighborhood could hear us, you know, and they enjoyed it as well also. And what the Holy Spirit reminded me was that when I would play this album of my aunt's husband's, his copy, I would always see my uncles and some of the men sitting around just listening attentively to the sounds of the late Jim Reeves. It didn't matter what they were doing. They would just stop. Now that is something that they rarely did. But whenever this particular album was playing, they stopped everything just to listen attentively. It was the strangest thing back then. But as I sat on my bed and as the Holy Spirit brought this back to me, he brought it back to my remembrance, I realized that I was not the only one affected by this album. So were others. You know, people that you would least likely expect. And as the record would finish playing, they would each nod collectively saying, now this is West Indian or Caribbean. Boy, that was good. 
play it one more time. And of course, I would happily oblige because I had no problem listening to it one more time. Two, three or four didn't matter to me because it was just that good. And each time I would see the same reaction. So clearly I was not the only one this album touched. And clearly it was definitely meant for Jim to record it. And as I sat on my bed, I personally began to thank God for allowing Jim to record this beautiful treasure. It was by no accident and neither was it a coincidence. Now let me be honest. I'm not really familiar with too many of Jim's other albums. But I will tell you this much. Hands down, this is my all-time favorite. I don't need to hear the rest. And I also have to admit, I do love Senor Santa Claus. So, how about once again, you grab your favorite hot or ice cold beverage. Sit back and relax for a moment once again. But only this time, I want you to come and slip away with me for a moment as I take you on a little ride as I head down memory lane and just let you listen to a little bit of my favorite in all time Jim Reeves album once again sit back relax and get comfy but before starting let me just say this disclaimer copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the copyright act 1976 Allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, education, and research. And in this case, to remember the wonderful work and treasure that God allowed none other than Mr. Jim Reeves to leave here with us. And after the music, I will be back to close out with a few comments. So stay tuned as I let you take a listen to my all-time favorite Jim Reeves. We thank Thee each morning for a newborn day Where we may work the fields of new-mown hay We thank Thee for the sunshine and the air that we breathe, O Lord We thank Thee I have heard 
is a beautiful home of the soul built by Jesus on high there we never shall die tis a land Some glad morning when this life is o'er I'll fly away To a home on God's celestial shore I'll fly away
Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope that you were able to enjoy some of my favorite songs from my favorite or my all-time favorite Jim Reeves album as well as my favorite gospel or hymn album of all time. And yes, I still very much have my copy that I ordered almost 25 years ago. And of course, it is to be played when that time comes. And yes, that's a road that we all have to walk. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere right now. However, it is what I want to be played. And my copy, of course, will then go to the person who will be handling that to do as I have instructed, which is to play that entire CD or album. Don't worry. I'm still here. I still got work to do. On that note, I know that Jim lost his life tragically on July 31st, along with his manager and business partner, Dean Manuel, on July 31st, 1965. Now, I am not sure what Jim's or Dean's relationship was like with the Lord at the point of their death. I do know um, when I did the research that yes, Jim very much believed in God. However, I do hope and pray that both Jim and Dean were able to quickly, even if it was just to simply whisper a prayer and say, Father God, please forgive me. I guess we'll never know. I'll never know. That is, until the time comes for each of us to cross the bridge where there is no more pain and no more sorrow. Let us make our election sure. Let's not wait until it is too late. Jim left us with a great gospel treasure, and we give God thanks for that. He left us a wonderful treasure that many of us grew up with. And every Caribbean household, whether they were back in the Caribbean or they were living abroad in the UK or the United States, every Caribbean home practically owned a copy of that album. We grew up hearing that album. So it's very familiar to many of us. And maybe some of us have forgotten 
And I just wanted to remind you. Of this wonderful treasure that God allowed Jim to record. And I know it was by no accident. Because Jim has been long gone since 1965. And I think it was recorded in 1963 or 1964. I'm not sure. But either way. It is still here. Ministering and touching the lives of many. And hopefully pointing many to Christ. Those who are coming for the first time or those who might have fallen away. And hopefully, as this great gospel treasure that was left behind, hopefully it will go on whereas many other generations will come after both you and I and hopefully they will hear that wonderful, beautiful message of what old gentleman Jim was saying when he sang these beautiful songs unto the Lord. I do hope and pray that both Jim, Dean, both of my parents, because yeah, that's where it started. It started 40 plus years ago, 45 plus years ago as a young little girl back in New York City where I was introduced to the late Jim Reeves in this album. I do hope and pray, as well as my brother, that they're all resting with the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing me to take them down memory lane as we listen to the sweet sounds of We Thank Thee. Father, I thank you for giving us Jim Reeves and allowing him to record this beautiful treasure that continues to live on and may it continue to go on and inspire others for your son's name's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. We have now arrived at the quote of the episode. And this episode's quote is, This world is not our home. We are just passing through. And that's by none other than Jim Reeves. And that's a very important line that I oftentimes have to remind myself of. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you. And indeed, if this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, Podomatic.com, Amazon.com. It can also be found in Google Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, Podacy, Podtail, Deezer, and everywhere that podcast can be heard. You can feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above-mentioned platforms. 
Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, which is entitled The Nuggets of Thankfulness Podcast, which is a devotional audio podcast, which is also featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes.com, Google Play. And I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement Podcast. And actually, the time is currently 3.39 a.m. So, yeah. So, we're talking about June 17th. But before closing off completely, I just want to share something real quickly with you. As you heard prior, I have shared some snippets of my favorite songs from the We Thank You album. However, I did hold back one for the end. And just to let you know, my all-time favorite Jim Reeves song on that album, even though I loved them all, my favorite all-time song on that album is Precious Lord, Take My Hand, Lead Me On, Let Me Stand. I am tired, I'm weak, I'm worn, through the storm, through the night, Lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me on. That song became a pillar of comfort for me during the loader bar of my life, the valley of my life the trials, the tribulations of my life. But when I was a young girl, four or five maybe, four or five years old, no older than six, growing up at that time back in New York City, it wouldn't have been six because I left at six, so between four or five, somewhere there, between three to five, My father would play this, like I said before, faithfully. And I knew how all the songs ran. And boy, let me tell you, I always knew when my song was coming up. Now you see, as I got older, Precious Lord, Take My Hand became my favorite song. But of course, at at four or five, (laughs) that was not my song now. But as I became an adult and I experienced life and the trials of life, I understood the words to that song. But for some reason at four and five, I did not like it. But today I love it because I can understand the meaning of those words. And when it would get to that song, I knew that my favorite song would be coming up next. Now, this is my favorite song back in the 70s when I was a kid growing up. And I always knew when it was coming. And I'd I'd get so excited because I'm like, yes, my song is coming on. So even though Precious Lord Take My Hand has taken over as the favorite song, this is still very much near and dear to me. And it is still one of my all-time favorites on that album, as well as My Cathedral. 
I'll fly away and across the bridge. But there's just something also about my cathedral that just brings me to my knees. Emotionally and spiritually. But on that note, remember that as long as there is life, it is never too late to accept Christ. Now is the time. What are you waiting for? Now is the time. And on that note, the time now is currently 3.43 a.m. And it's June 17th. And it's time for me to go to bed. Well, actually, I have to upload it. But anyway, it is time for me to officially close off this episode. And guess what? I'm going to close on out with my favorite Jim Reeves song that was my favorite back in the 70s. It's still one of my favorites, but at that time, it was number one for me. And today it's number one, one A. It shares, it has to share with Precious Lord, take my hand. So stay tuned for that. Peace, be blessed. I will see you in the next episode. Be blessed. And also, Happy Father's Day, because this is my Father's Day episode. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And of course, I must say Happy Father's Day to my father, which is the father of all fathers, Father God Almighty. He never left me. He never forsake. He never, he never forsook me. He stuck by me closer. Any brother and better than any friend. And I just want to say thank you, Father. Praise your holy name. Thank you for being God. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and the gift of salvation. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your word. And Father God, thank you for your angels. In Jesus' name. So here we go. Peace. This world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. Heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't.